Section 81 of The Wonder Garden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The Wonder Garden by Francis Jenkins Olcott. Iden and the Magic Apples. Nor Smith. Retold from the Younger Edda. This is a wonder tale of the Northland, the land of the midnight sun where the cold gray sea beats and foams against dark crags, and where, by night and day, are heard the thunder of snow-slides and the crash of rending ice in the mountains. High above this land, among the clouds, once dwelt the mighty Asa Folk. Asgard, their abode, was called. In Asgard were many lofty halls and palaces, whose gold and silver roofs, seen through the pale mists, burned like sheets of white and red flame. In Valhalla, the loftiest palace of them all, that had five hundred and forty windows and a roof shingled with heroes' golden shields, said Odin the One-Eyed, the father of all the Aces. On a high seat he sat with his wife Frigg by his side and his two ravens, Huggin and Munin, croaking loudly on his shoulder. Often he called all the Aces to a banquet. At his summons came Thor the Strong, standing up in his chariot and furiously urging on goats instead of horses. Around his waist was girded the belt of strength, into which was thrust Jolner, the thunder hammer. Near Thor's chariot rode Freya, the fair, in her car drawn by cats. She was singing sweetly to her brother Frey, as he galloped along at her side on his golden boar, Gullenburst. So all the aces but one came to the banquet. Braj, the poet-singer, Balder the Beautiful, the Gentle Nana, Hodr the Blind, Loki the Evil One, but the happiest of all, rosy, young, and beautiful, was Iden, bearing her locked casket. These came to the banquet, and only one did not come, for Heimdall the White Asa remained behind to guard Bifrost, the Rainbow Bridge, that stretched its bright arch from Asgard to Earth. There he stood watching night and day, and guarding the aces from the attacks of the terrible mountain giants who lived on earth. But the other Asa folk sat with Odin and his heroes in Valhalla, drinking from the flowing mead horn and eating the flesh of a magic boar that was cooked every day and every night became alive again. Of all the good things at the feast, the best and most desired were the magic apples of youth, kept by Iden locked safely away in her casket. Just a taste of one of these was enough to make an Asa grow young and handsome again, no matter how old, weary, and wrinkled he was. So this wonderful fruit was very precious, and Iden hid it away under lock and key, and always carried the casket with her. And this is what happened at last to those magic apples. One day Odin wrapped his blue cloak around him, pulled down the rim of his broad-brimmed hat well over his one eye, and journeyed across the rainbow bridge to earth. With him went Loki the evil one, and together they wandered over mountains and meadows. At length they saw a herd of cattle grazing in a valley. These belonged to Thjoss, a mountain giant, but they did not know it. So they killed an ox and began to make broth of its flesh. They boiled it and kept boiling it from early morn to noon, but still it was red and raw. And while the two were talking about this wonder, a voice above them cried out, O foolish ones, that meat shall never be cooked. 
until you give me all that I can eat at one meal. Odin and Thor looked up and saw an eagle perched on a bough. A bird cannot eat much, they said, so they consented. Now the eagle was really the Joss, the mountain giant, but they did not know it. Down he dropped and snatched the two thighs of the ox, then both of its shoulders. But before he could fly away, Loki picked up a pole and began to beat him. Immediately one end of the pole fastened itself to the bird's body, and the other end to Loki's hands. Up the eagle flew, but only high enough to drag Loki's feet over sharp stones, and almost to pull his arms from his shoulders. Loki pleaded and cried, and at last the eagle said, If you will promise to bring me Iden and her apples, I will release you. Loki promised gladly, and the eagle set him free and flew off. Now, of course, Loki did not tell Odin what he had pledged himself to do, and as soon as he reached Asgard, he tried to coax Iden away. In a forest on earth, he said, I have found some apples, much more wonderful and fragrant than your apples of youth. Let us go and gather them. So he coaxed her across the rainbow bridge into a forest. Then came Thjoss in his dress of eagle feathers, and swooping down, bore her off, casket and all, to giant land. Ah, then there was sorrow and lamentation in Asgard. Iden was gone, and so were her magic apples. The aces grew gray, wrinkled, and old. They no longer feasted, but mourned. But when they learned that Loki had been last seen with Iden, they threatened him with death. So he confessed what he had done, and offered to fetch Iden back, if Freya would lend him her dress of falcon feathers. He put on the falcon guise, and away he flew northward, over raging torrents, icy mountain peaks, and cold glaciers, to giant land. There he found Iden sitting alone in her hall, for the giant Thos was gone fishing. Quickly Loki changed her into a nut, and holding it firmly in his claws, flew off toward Asgard. But the giant the Joss saw him winging his way along, and putting on his eagle feathers, pursued him. Now Heimdall the white Asa, standing guard at the rainbow bridge, saw them coming. First the falcon flying slowly and feebly, for it was very tired, then the fierce eagle rapidly pursuing. He called all the other Asas, and they came running. Then the Asas saw that the two were flying nearer and nearer, and just as the eagle was about to pounce upon the falcon, the exhausted bird flew over the walls into Asgard and dropped panting on the ground. But the Joss, unable to stop in his mad flight, passed through a great fire the Asafolk had kindled and fell burning to the earth, so they slew him there where he fell. That is how Iden and her locked casket came back to Asgard, and why the Asafolk grew young and handsome again after once more tasting the magic apples of youth. End of section 81